On today's episode of More Important Issues, we're talking about Tennessee's game at Auburn this past Saturday. We're also looking forward to the SEC tournament and what else lies ahead for the Volunteers. We have some Vol baseball. We talked their series against Fresno State and just a few more games until they start SEC play. We have spring practice news for you as Vol football got underway this week. You knew we were going to talk about football this week, guys. Our segments today include Most Important of the Week and Fail of the Week. More Important Issues is brought to you by MyBookie. The first weekend of NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you are like filling out a, bla- a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all of the above, MyBookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his team cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Can Virginia get past its first its loss to a 16 seed last year? And can Kentucky get back to the Final Four? If you know the answer, or even if you don't, MyBookie is the place to get on the action. They have something for everyone, even if you're a multiple bracket guy. Or girl. MyBookie has been in the business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. And the best part is, they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash. Deposit with MyBookie today with promo code ISSUE for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code ISSUE, I-S-S-U-E. With MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Read it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, March 10th. I'm sorry, guys. I've got it. Well, I'm not sorry. I got good news and bad news. Good news or bad news first? Let's go good. Good first. The Vols still have a chance to win the SEC tournament or play well in the SEC tournament. They will be in the NCAA tournament, have a chance to play well there. I mean, the, the season's still in front of you. Yeah. Bad news. You don't get an SEC title. You didn't play well. It is what it is, though. You got to move on. Auburn, honestly, I mean, they play. Auburn played good enough to win. I thought. Now, we didn't play good enough to win. No. And we could have played better. Like it would have been a heart. Like I don't think it was a heartbreaking loss for us. I don't think we played good enough to win. No. I thought if we had played good enough to win, it it would have been heartbreaking for Auburn. I, I thought we should have won, or we we could have won if we had done what we needed to do. But that's not the case. Um, I was more mad than I was like. Upset. Yeah, there. I mean, there are a lot of definitely a lot of questionable things that that went on, and, and I've got a couple kind of, I guess you know who what I want to point to and, and factors in that, and um, it didn't just it wasn't one player's fault. It wasn't. Um, I'm not even going to blame it on Rick Barnes. I don't, you know, think that's the case. Are there things I think he could have done better? Yeah. Are there things I think the players on the court could have done better? Absolutely. Uh, all in all. About the only people who played their game are Grant Williams and Jordan Bowen. And Jordan Bowden. Jordan Bowen, Jordan Bowden, and Grant Williams. Um, everyone else didn't quite play good enough to win. Um, good to have Jordan Bowden back, by the way. Uh, I feel like he he's he played really well yesterday. Gave us a lot. Um, I know he just went 3 of 7 from 3-point range. But he went 6 for 10 from field goal. Um, and had 6 rebounds. Uh, and then register just about every every other stat category you could. And uh, I feel like he's hopefully out of this slump. I'm not going to say he is because we thought Lamonte was out a week ago. Yeah. That's obvious he's not. And, you know, it, my problem with, with Lamonte Turner, and we, we said this earlier when Admiral wasn't playing well, if you're going to win your game, if you're going to win your games, you got to, you know, we got to be willing to let him shoot those. But at the same time, it wasn't like he was shooting open threes. No. He was jacking up stuff. And I'm not going to say all eight missed threes. 
all seven missed threes weren't open. That's not what I'm saying. But there are definitely three or four that I can think of on the top of my head that he just jacked up either, you know, early, middle of the shot clock, covered by at least a guy. And that's my problem with that, with how he played. Yeah. And and there was a lot where you didn't have any orange shirts down in the paint to rebound. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't understand. I mean – Going going into this season, you knew what the bread and butter was. Now I know Lamonte; he, he's in there to shoot. He's in there to bring the ball up the court when Jordan Bone isn't. Um, I get that, but you have to know where you are at your best. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the best is getting the ball to Grant Williams. Let it. Yeah. Let the offense work through him. If he doesn't touch the ball every possession, it's because they're the other team should be denying him the ball, which means hopefully you can find a hole. Mm-hmm. And we didn't make Auburn do that. Um, and I'm looking at Schofield's stats, and I looked at them last night. I guess I don't remember them being great. Um, but I mean, they're not, sorry, not great, but good. He had 13 points, three for four from three point range, four for nine from field goal, um, couple rebounds to go along. He did foul out. Um, but I feel like that's a pretty good game from him. Yeah. Uh, About what we asked. He got a lot of ticky-tack fouls in there, too, that kind of yeah. kept him from playing his normal amount of minutes. Yeah, and that one, <clears throat> I, I did watch that one again where the guy jumps into him. I, I do think it was a foul. I think the guy definitely embellished a little soccer dive for you. Um, I think he was foul, but kind of pisses you off when he goes to the floor like a you know fish out of water. It's very yeah. embarrassing very embarrassing for him. Um, <clears throat> but uh, And I'm not going to blame the game on the refs. I, you know, that, that tip in was bad. Um I'll be honest. I watched the replay, and I'm not 100% sure if he touched it. But I don't know how that ref was sure either. Yeah. Like, I, in real time, it definitely looked like he changed the direction of the ball. I don't know. Um, and then even watching the replays, I'm like, I, I can't tell. Uh, but it, it, it did look like it. Um, and Wes Rucker said that he thinks it'll be a talking point at meetings on whether goaltending will now be reviewable. I hate reviews. In sports, um, I'm more for getting rid of them. I don't know if you heard, there's a baseball league that are, uh, it's a minor league, like one of the divisions. It's not the Southern Division, the one that the Smokies play in. It's a different one. That's adding a computer. They're, they're going to, a computer is going to call count, uh, pitch and ball or striking ball. Oh, God. I'm just, human error is part of the game. Like, yeah. It's, it's not going to be perfect with the computer. But if you're going to have a computer in there, I feel like it should be perfect. So if the computer can't be perfect, you shouldn't be doing it, in my right. opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at least with human – I mean, I think, the you know, in sports, it's it's humans playing it. Um, I feel like, you know, the, the in baseball, for example, the a pitcher's never going to, you know, play perfect. A, a batter's never going to play perfect. You shouldn't expect the ump to be perfect. Um, same, you know, same for any sport. And I feel like that's what makes sports so great is the emotion that goes into it. and Yeah. For you know, not not able to argue with an, an official or throw a hat, yeah. you know, minor league baseball where coaches can go over there and steal bases and throw them <laughs> at people, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's that's right for any and, sport to be able to just do computerized. Yeah, and I mean, there's just you you can't. You have no dialogue. Almost nowadays, you have no dialogue with the officials, which I think is very annoying. Um, the fact that some officials won't talk to players or coaches about what they're seeing or why they're making calls is very annoying to me. Um, I get part of it. Some people can be very disrespectful, and that's that's difficult. 
Um, but you can't, you, you cannot have dialogue with a computer. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, why, why was, you know, it might be pitched in the same, what, how much of the ball has to be inside the zone? All of it? Part, half of it? Is the computer always going to have it exactly the same? Is it? Can, can a computer, can they talk, like, have something where they actually know the definition of targeting? That's what I want. Then I'd I'd be down for it if if that's yeah. possible. I'm I'm for it. Okay, yeah, I agree. That that's the only way I'm gonna be for it though. Yeah. Um, is it if that's the case? But there's a specific line that's targeting or not, and the computer knows it. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I yesterday I think Tennessee's biggest problem was uh just trying to go those trying to match what they did down the floor. And you've mentioned how that that hurt us early on. Well, you finally run into a team. In Auburn, that shot almost forty percent from three, uh, which isn't incredible. I mean, it's it's good, but if we play our game, we have more more points than them. And I, I think something else that people aren't really talking about is kind of the reason. And number number one, uh, first and foremost, is turnovers. We had thirteen yep. turn, turnovers, they had five. Um, and then we didn't get any help from our bench besides Jordan Bowden, but really he's a starter. Yeah. Um, and he kind of canceled out what Lamonte was, what he did on the floor, but. Um, you know, not getting guys in like Derek Walker, Jalen Johnson, only four minutes apiece, especially when Admiral Schofield is fouling out. Um, and Fulgerson only defending on, on the perimeter. I don't, I don't understand why Jalen Johnson wouldn't yeah. be in the game at that point. Yeah, it's it's definitely we didn't get a lot of help from them. Um, you even have Fulgerson who's playing good. Alexander, you mentioned him being in foul trouble. Yeah, Fulgerson adds a little bit of length that you lose with Alexander, and um. I definitely, you know, seeing that Turner had 35 minutes shooting one of nine, and that 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 one he scored came in the second possession of the game. Yeah, I mean, if you know, I'm kind of picking at Rick Barnes a little bit, but I feel like that could that could have been better this season uh, as a whole is just getting guys in there. Yeah, um, because you, honestly, if you're looking into you know in the future, you didn't really do anything to help your future out. Yeah. I mean, that that's definitely questionable. I think, you know, we saw the last few weeks, Derek Walker and Jalen Johnson get more minutes, even Fulkerson, which a lot of that's Alexander being uh, out of foul trouble. And I understand maybe not playing Fulkerson as much because you wanted a small lineup to be able to, you know, get to the perimeter. But like you said, why, why is Johnson not in there? And he, yeah, he may not give us as much offense as Lamonte normally, but Lamonte was literally giving us zero offense yesterday. Yeah, I mean, so. Anybody can go in there and shoot a three and yeah. miss. And does it help Lamonte? I don't know. I, I can't say this for certainty. If we can get him off the floor and get him settled in, if yeah. he's not running 35 minutes, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that's definite. And, but and I, I feel like it's a fair question to ask. Yeah, and it's a long season, and we're having multiple guys you know, going right about 35 minutes a game. Yeah. And that's, I mean, especially in tournament time, you know, that's not you're not going to be able to do that every night. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I I think what a lot of people because they're looking at this loss is just the worst thing ever. A lot of people are failing to to see that we did score eighty points. We gave up eighty four to a team that shoots really good from the three point line. Excuse me, <coughs> but we did score eighty. <coughs> oh my gosh, Whew. But so I mean that that is a positive uh, for the game. Um, and then you know that last three, that dagger three that Grant blocks a shot out. That that's just Tennessee athletics right there. Oh yeah. So that that's unfortunate. Um, it it does you know those kind of plays happen. 
Sucks they happened yesterday when you feel like you you might have had a you know you might have had a really you had a shot especially after that block and then and then that happened. Um, yeah, and they got it, it twenty three uh, points from their bench yesterday. So I feel like that is kind of the difference in the game what they got from their bench and what we got from ours. Yeah, we got sixteen all from Bowden. So, yeah. so. that's not that's not great. Um, is what it is. Uh, no big deal though. Tournament's still ahead of you. You you finish fine in the regular season. You're you're gonna definitely be in the in the NCAA tournament. High, high, pretty high seed, I'm sure. Depending on what you do this week, I guess. Um, and I'm pretty upset with Vandy not being able to beat a, a down S, uh, LSU team. God, they got killed. Yep. That was, and I mean, you don't have your coach. You don't have your best point guard. Nas reads out. What's your excuse? How? I know Bryce Drew isn't a terrible coach, but how do you keep him around? How do you justify keeping him around after that? Yeah. You lost your best player that you haven't had all year. <laughs> the I feel like Vandy's got a decent lineup. Yeah. I mean, better than some of these other teams. But and no one's picking them either. Um which they they find a way to win. It's not always pretty and they go to overtime and LSU. Yeah. Yeah. Um but they always find they've had like six or seven overtime games right. and they've won all but like one. Yeah. Again, can you do that, you know, back to back nights? Yeah. Three three nights in a row if you make it to Sunday. It's true. Don't know. That that is the positive about that. I mean, I, um honestly, I don't think they're like that great. I don't think they're any better than Ole Miss or Mississippi State or anything like that, but right. they just they find a way to win. So Right. That's part of it. Absolutely. I don't I don't know what they'll do without Wade, I assume will be out for the rest of the season. Waters probably the same. I don't they said Nas Reeds was an injury, right? Yes. So we'll see. I don't know about him. I mean, it, it is a good thing. I don't know if you looked at the bracket, but I would way rather have the three seed than the two seed um, of who, like, comes out of that. So, Kentucky will either have to play Alabama or yeah. Ole Miss, um, and we'll have to play Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, or Mississippi State. Yep. So, I mean, I would way rather have that um, – kind of path to the SEC championship. I mean, you're probably going to have to play Kentucky again, um, and you're going to have to play LSU. So, I mean, that gives you a chance to get revenge again but on you, Kentucky and yeah. LSU. That'll be a good game if we do get the matchup against Kentucky. Um, the uh, If you get the matchup against LSU, you get them on Sunday. Maybe they played at least one overtime game. They're worn out. They'll be without uh, Waters. Don't know about Nas Reed and be without Will Wade. Waters is playing. Javante Sorry, Smart. smart. Sorry, yeah. Smart. Yeah. Um, one of those really good guards that we didn't know Smart was going to be good until he single-handedly beat us, <laughs> um, which was, you know, great. But, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely two. if we're talking about two to three seed, I'd probably take the three. But the one seed would have been nice. But without, you know, with Vandy being Vandy, that wasn't really inside after last weekend. Yeah. So, is what it is. Um, but looking at the SEC tournament, uh I mean, God, I don't, I don't even know why they really play a tournament. Why do you? I don't. Why do you play a full regular season slate and then play a tournament? I don't know. I don't make any sense. I just don't. And you play most people twice. I think it's just because like you have the automatic bid, but right. at the same time, you have the teams that are going to be in the tournament. You know for sure: Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU, uh, Ole Miss, maybe South Carolina, maybe. Those are bubble teams, right? Mm-hmm. South Carolina, 
Auburn, I guess, is a bubble team. They're probably in. Probably in. I mean, I mean, if Auburn's in, I feel like Ole Miss. I can't remember what Ole Miss's record is outside of conference play. It's probably close to the same. Yeah. Um. So like those teams that are like in. Why do they? I feel like you should let the other teams if you're going to give an automatic bid to somebody. Like you're so you're giving an automatic bid to potentially someone who already is in. I just don't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. It. it, it I, I get why I guess tournaments at the smaller schools happen. I guess. Again, why don't you just give the automatic bid to the turn or the regular season winner at that point? Yeah, I don't know. I just you, you're cramming potentially cramming five games if you go from you know if you're eleven through tw- uh, eleven through fourteen seed potentially cramming five games in five days. Yeah. So you're like saying like you're like oh here, it's kind of like a consolation prize. You're like you can technically get an automatic bid, but you got to win five games against teams that are better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. It's like yeah, it's I mean, obviously a money thing in I, my I opinion. Def- I definitely want to win it because we didn't win yeah. the regular season. Um, and if you don't, I feel like, and this is just me being me. Um, but I, I feel like if you don't win the regular season, you don't win the SEC championship tournament, or and you don't win the national championship. I mean, what what's the season for? Yeah, I mean, it definitely you know makes that tough. I mean, I since we're playing it, I want to win it. Yeah, I would. I mean, at this point, if we weren't, if it was like, do you want to play in it? I'd probably be like, eh, I don't care. Let's just get ready for the tournament, NCAA tournament. The fact that we're in it, I want to win it. Yeah. So that's definitely the case. But I mean, do you think of that the same way? If you don't win either one of those three, is it kind of like um, you kind of lowered the you didn't meet any of your goals, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough to say because you hold number. I mean, I'm I am proud of Tennessee and what they've done this season. I'm pleased. I'm, ex- I was still excited about it. Number, I mean, it helps that this team's so likable. Yeah. Um, number two, you held the number one spot for almost a month. <coughs> um, and I mean, Rick Barnes made a great point too. Last year we won the SEC at thirteen and five. This year we're fifteen and three, and we're in third place. So it was. We talked about it being top heavy. It's definitely top heavy, mm-hmm. and, and so that's that's why that happened. So it's definitely. I mean, I, I you gotta. You, it's not as black and white as it seems. I guess. I think where I would say this season feels like it's nothing is if you don't make it somewhere like the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Because at least yeah. if you make it to the Final Four, you get the Final Four trophy and you get a banner. I mean that that's a positive. Yeah. So well, I, I wouldn't say national title necessarily. Okay. Final but Four. Elite, Elite Eight, Final Four. I think now you're talking. That's a really successful season. You probably. I'm gonna guess if you get there at that point and lose. You didn't have balls bounce your way. If you get there, get there and win, you probably had a couple balls bounce your way. Like that—that's what it boils down to at that point, honestly. Yeah. Like the year North Carolina lost to Villanova. Mm. I mean, uh, I can't remember who it was. Threw up a circus shot. You thought to win it, and then another circus, like literally, you know, an inch back, uh, left, right, forward. It's out out of the rim for either team, and mm. so that's what it boils down to when you get to that point. Yeah, and it, not that that season wasn't successful for North Carolina. Yeah, you wanted to win it, but once you get there, it's like. This is a good team. Didn't have balls much your way. Yeah. So, yes and no. I know what so, you're saying. So to the to the elite, eight, I'll agree with that. I think if I think you you have to get a banner. Yeah, I I would definitely because we've been to the elite eight. I think for this team, it's more about breaking records than anything else. Like you you want to get farther than any mm-hmm. when you've been the bet when you're the best team in the history of your program. You want to get farther than anyone else. And I'm yeah. I would. I can't say it because I wasn't alive during some of the better teams, but I would say this is probably the best team. Oh, right. in, in the, you know, um, but 
yeah, I feel like you need to make it farther than, you know, Bruce Pearl's team or, you know, if you don't make it past the Sweet 16, are you any better than that Conzo team that year that heated up and, and made it there and, and lost on a on a really a ball whistle didn't bounce your way. Um, and that's why you weren't in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember who we would have played, but I feel like it was a good matchup that we potentially could have been in the Final Four. So it, it really, you know, basketball is crazy like that where once you get into the tournament, anything can happen. And so it's hard to kind of judge that. But, I mean, the good thing about the SEC tournament, you have a double bot. You get a team that's uh, potentially played two nights, maybe just one. Um, and then, you you know, anything can happen. So that that is a tough part. But go in. I think put yourself at least in the final on on Sunday, and you've got a you've got a nice postseason started, mm-hmm. and then I think make it to the lead eight. Once you make it to the lead eight, unless you just get blown out, you're going to be saying we just you know got to have some stuff go our way. Yeah. So get a banner. Get a banner. Oh, I agree. I, I would love to be in the final four. Would love to be in Minneapolis. You do get a banner. You get hats and shirts and all that jazz. And I, I um, think that's if big. You win the SEC tournament, then you kind of put it in the committee's hands to put you as a one seed. I, I don't think it's potentially out of the realm to not get a. No, yeah. If you go win the SEC tournament, you're you're out there in that talk. Yeah, um, you are. And and I don't even want to say that. You know, the year UConn won, we talked about this last week. Um, I didn't realize it till I read about it. They won five games in the big t- or the uh, Big East tournament. Yeah, and then went on and won. So it's not impossible, and it's. You know, it's not crazy to say it. Um, so, I mean, for us to go three games in the SEC tournament and then six, round, or 64, 32, 16, 8, 4, 5, 6. Six, yeah. six games. That's not impossible. No. They had to do – I think they had to win 11 games to win the tournament or, uh, or conference tournament and uh, national championship. So, it's not impossible. Um, it might make it might make the run more fun if we just go win them all from here on out. I feel like that that is the goal. So win them all from here on out. Might as well. Don't get eliminated. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, the baseball team can win sixteen in a row. So I feel like the basketball team can win. Yeah. Unfortunately, nine. the final is in. By the way, huh? The final is in. If you want to go ahead and roll into baseball, they did lose ten to seven. Yeah, the finals in. Over. It and it you know it sucks. It is to a good Fresno State team. Um, you got some big wins on uh, Friday and Saturday over them, and then it, you know. It sucks that your pitching's been so good and then kind of suffered today. Yeah. But also in the seventh, top of the seventh, we got out of a, a, a jam. They were three on with one out. And oh, yeah, we had the bases loaded had two strikes twice. out. Um, well, we they had the bases loaded with one out, and we were able to strike out two batters okay. to get off the off the field. So we, we also loaded the bases twice. Yeah, I read um, that. And did not get anybody home. I, th- I think we got one run in one of the innings, but – you know, when you leave guys on base like that, <clears throat> you kind of put it in the other team's hands to take advantage yeah. of that. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> but we can talk about this weekend. Yeah, let's jump into it because it, it's not a – you still won the series. That's good. Yeah, that's good. We'll go undefeated in the series. <laughs> that. Um, so, Garrett Stallings started Friday night. Um, the score was 8-3. to three. He pitched six innings, 11 hits, three runs, eight strikeouts. Ricky Martinez, um, Alaric, I think that's how you say it, Alaric Solari, wow. and um, Andre Lipsius um, accounted for all of Tennessee's RBIs um, with a total of eight. Um, Solari had three with a home run. Andre Lipsius had three. Ricky Martinez had two. Um, and Lipsius had a home run. As, no, he, he had a home run Saturday. 
Yes. Um, so Saturday, Lingenfelter started off. Um, so Garrett Stallings and Lingenfelter are both four and zero on the season. Um, they won that game thirteen and nine, which put their streak at sixteen straight games. And it's six, he went six innings, three hits, four strikeouts. The game was later on suspended, um, but Lipsius had a grand slam. Sullery had two home runs in the games for three RBIs. Um, so Lipsius, I think, is up to twenty-one RBIs on the season so far. Dang. So just killing the ball right now. Um, and then Tennessee, uh, they play today and. Um, Will Neely got the start. So they finished up. I think they had just had like one more inning. Yeah, today. I was surprised. I feel like once you get to seven, and I guess the game was close, and that's why they finished it up. But If it was probably today, they probably would have just said. Just said if it, like, it got to seven innings and yeah. it was. Um, gotcha. <clears throat> so they ended up losing that one, was it? Uh, ten to seven. Ten to seven. Yeah, and, and we got uh, – Oh, sorry. No, that was early on in the week. It was. I thought it was later, like fifth or sixth anyway. We got five in the in the second. We got yeah. five runs. So, um, I mean, so I mean, like I said, yeah, earlier, Lucius had another home run today. So, yeah, I can't remember if I said it before we started the show to you or when the show started, but it stinks that our uh, pitching's been so good, and then today, unfortunately, you give up ten. And yeah, but you we said it. You won the series, um, and thankfully, you were able to at least get some hits or you know. Some runs in. Um, I mean, seven's not terrible. <laughs> I mean, I feel like most games are going to win at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is such a weird day anyway with having to finish one inning yeah. and start a whole other game. Yeah. Um, just a weird weekend in general with today the weather was perfect. And it yesterday is beautiful today. Actually, it actually got hot. I, yeah. I imagine for them too because I had a soccer game on turf and it was really hot on that turf. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tony Vitello was talking about in, a, in an interview that – this Fresno State team is a veteran team, so they got good hitters. They got um, good pitchers, um, so they don't let stuff like that kind of bother them losing two games already. Um, and, and this Tennessee team is young. Yeah. Um, so for them to win 16 straight games, um, the way that they did that, not really giving up a ton of runs up until, you know, the last two games. Right. And you, you, you can't really be – yeah, and you mentioned this, you know, them being a quality opponent. They they beat Kansas State eleven to three, Cal State Fullerton five to two. Yeah, I mean those are quality opponents. You and I think we mentioned like kind of stinks that the front end of our schedule before SEC play isn't great. But I mean, you played Fresno State, who's a good team, Indiana, um, and then all the smaller schools. We uh, Middle Tennessee, MTSU, they're not terrible or anything. Yeah. They're they're quality opponents. And, and the positive thing is, you just. You beat the teams that you should beat. Yep, exactly. And then you start SEC play. You, you've kind of seen where you're at. Um, your team kind of has that identity going into SEC play. They still have uh, two more games, um, Tuesday and Wednesday, against UNC Asheville before they go to Auburn um, to start the their first SEC series. Do you think it's, like, big for momentum-wise? Does it – I mean, for this team, does it – Matter if they get that series win at Auburn, or do you think just maybe grab one? I think it's big to go get that series at Auburn. Like obviously, you want the series win. Yeah, that, that's obvious. I think it's good to kick off this, kick off the SEC schedule with a win. I don't think Auburn is that great. Um, so I mean, and you, well, face, I'm, 
I'm looking at our first end of our schedule. South Carolina struggled this year too, haven't they? If I remember correctly. So they did get beat by Liberty, who we beat, um, and then they won. I think an extra innings, like three to two, to okay. Liberty. Um, so Liberty played them pretty good. Um, so I mean, they they've had had some struggles. Um, Florida's had some struggles. I think Vanderbilt's number one in the country. So. They did, didn't they get beat by Austin Peay? Yes, they did That's get beat by Austin Peay. That's what I thought. Um, so I mean, obviously you want the series win. You want. You know, if you can just get one win, that's that's big. Um, I didn't know, you know, and I guess with a young team, any kind of momentum you can gain is humongous. I mean, any team, but especially a young team, any kind of momentum you can gain is humongous. Uh, hopefully, we get two two wins this week before going into SEC play. That would be that would be nice. Both games in Knoxville, obviously. Yeah. So go so, eighteen and one, and then start SEC play. Um, and then you know every every game's a grind. Yeah, I feel like those first series are, are good for us though. If if South Carolina struggles continue, um, you mentioned Auburn not being a great team. Um, so if that's you know if that's the case and you're able to get two SEC series wins to kick off, that's it's big. That's big. And, and you're predicted to finish fifth. We talked about that. Your goal is to get to Hoover. I think at this point, if you get there at six, so be it. But get right. to Hoover. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Um, be nice for this young team, and I, I think. The way we grinded out last season, I feel like if we get to if we're able to get to Hoover, you can make some noise. It, oh, yeah. Assuming they do what they were able to do last year, and it's kind of like how basketball is. There's so much um, baseball to be played in this season where any team can get hot at any point. Right. So you want to be playing your best baseball at the end of the year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's a lot going on on campus this week, guys. Spring football started, which is. Now it feels like spring, but just two days yesterday, it, yeah. you wouldn't have guessed it was uh, starting. Yeah, and they're, they're not in pads yet, but they have that coaching clinic going on um, this weekend. So, you know, a bunch of coaches on campus, but a bunch of people there in general. So there's right. a, probably a lot of distraction, I would say. But um, it, it's good that football's kind of in the air. This is football weather outside. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah, um, this is definitely – pinpoint spring weather uh, to start football. And it's good to see some newer faces. Yeah. Bigger, bigger faces. Yeah. We're getting bigger. We are. That's good. It's always good. Did you see uh, the shade Brad Lampley threw at his son and um, Elijah Simmons? I did not. You did not? Okay. So, Vol Football had a a quick video of uh, Jackson and and Elijah saying, hey, they were on campus Saturday. Yeah. Um, and, and Brad Lampley tweeted back and said, I'm just glad that after riding in Knoxville together, today the two of them made it to practice and aren't at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, They've been eating. He didn't, think, he didn't think they'd make it to campus riding together. I don't think there's a lot of buffets between here and Nashville, so I think that was the, the good, good thing for them. Uh, he did say they were on their way to Gus's after practice, so they're getting fed good. Ooh, they're getting fed boy. good, which is a good thing. Got to keep them fed. Dang. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah, um, for sure. But Peru kind of gave a little bit of an injury report on some players that are out right now starting the spring. J.J. Peterson's a little banged up. Uh, Carrick Garland. Eric Gray um, had a little procedure, I think, on his shoulder. Darren Kirkland Jr. is banged up. Tyus Fields. Chris Akperogane. Brandon Kennedy, of course, from his, um, his ACL uh, last season. And Trey Smith. Well, Trey Smith is working out in cleats in his jersey, so um, it, it's you know I, I don't really expect him. I'm a, I'm gonna say I don't expect him to be back 
Yeah. Just because if he's back, it'll make it so much better. But, <laughs> you know, with, with that injury, you definitely want to, you know, not rush it. Yeah, and that's one of those things, like, really hit or miss kind of deal. Like, and I mean, you're just kind of waiting so on results. Too. You're waiting on results. And then once the results are in, it, it, it is up to you and your family on, on at that point, what you all decide is kind of best for you. So, yeah, just kind of hope the best. And then you had some position changes. Jeremy Banks is back at running back. Mm. Root said that he wanted um, a bigger back because you have Eric Gray, Ty Chandler, Tim Jordan, who are you know kind of smaller backs, um, and so he he wanted a bigger back to to gain short yardage. Um, so Jeremy Banks is back at running back as of right now. Seems we don't. Hopefully, seems we won't need him at linebacker this year. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of depth at linebacker. Yeah, and um, and size depth and hopefully speed and and then also hopefully football uh IQ wise they're they're there too. Yeah, I mean they're young. I'm not expecting them to be perfect, but yeah, with all these freshmen coming in and you have veterans like Batuli, uh Darrell Taylor and Darren Kirkland Jr., you know, where are these kind of freshmen with Roman Harrison, Kavaris Crouch, Henry Tuoto, where do they kind of fit in? Right. Um and it's gonna be interesting, um with Cher and Ansley of where they want these guys, so it's gonna be fun. I'm yeah, excited. what do you think about Gruden bailing on the camp last minute? That was actually a fail of mine. Is that? I mean, that's he had to, right? Yeah, like that has to. That's on brand for him. That had to happen. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> and then he gets Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's actually uh, kind of want to talk about that. Are you done with spring practice? I have I have some more positions. Well, okay, then we'll, we'll get into okay. we'll get into that after. So Latrell Bumpus um, is with the defensive line. Jaquan Blakely is with the defensive line. Malik Gray is back at uh, defensive back after he played receiver last year. And That's probably Crouch, good. What? That's probably a good thing. Yeah. We need depth there. Bad. Yeah. Looks yeah. like our receiver depth's gotten more, too. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot different next year when we lose Callaway and Jennings. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, you know, we're able to I get feel like there. the depth will be there. Talent plus depth, maybe not. I feel like that's why we've offered like a hundred yeah. something receivers. Just yeah, trying to get somebody on campus. Yeah, um, and then Kavaris Crouch was thought to be an outside linebacker, but he's um, at inside linebacker right now with Darren Kirkland Jr. Um, not practicing as of right now. So I think I, I like him. I like him there. Kavaris Crouch there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like the dude. Yeah, could probably, probably play anywhere. Yeah, so. Any, any of those three yeah. linebackers position. Um, he's a big kid. Him, so, he's yeah. a big, big kid. And he's very, like, he's very intelligent. Yeah. Like, the way he talks. I, I don't mean, I don't know his Football. grades or anything, but yeah. um, just the way he talks, you know, you can tell he has um, some want to and um, very knowledgeable about the game. So That's all I got about spring practice. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I think, you know, a lot of people are mad because, like, Everyone's excited for spring football. I'm like, I love our basketball team. I'm super excited for this year. If you can't tell that, you're an idiot. Um, but at the same time, it's like I grew up, at, which I I grew up a Tennessee football fan. But at the same time, like me and my dad used to go to Buzz Peterson games because my dad loved basketball. Like that was his sport. So, but I still grew up. Like we had season tickets to football. We went to every football game that we possibly could. Yeah. So that that's that's. Where like listen to sports talk radio because of UT football and nothing else. Like mm-hmm. that's why we did it. So I'll always be excited for spring practice. Um, always be excited for the stuff that really means nothing to us. Yeah, I'll be excited for 
pep in the air when when football. Yeah, back. exactly. You can you can just feel the pads and smell them probably. Because when you lose, you're like, oh, we got we got football to talk about. Yep, this, so. exactly. exactly. Um, I was gonna mention. Oh yeah, so our question of the day the other day was, what position group are you most excited for? Um, that's a tough one. We talked about kind of talked about quarterbacks being excited to see what happens. Yeah. Um, the position I'm, group I'm probably most excited for, uh, shoot, I, I think this offensive line is going to improve. Yeah. I think that's the one I'm most excited to see. And I think – I'm not saying it will be you know stellar, best in the SEC, but I think it will improve enough to improve our offense. Yeah. So, I could be wrong about that, but I think so. I'm going to go with defensive back. Okay. Um, we have a lot of young guys with Alante Taylor, Bryce Thompson, but they were able to perform well last season. Um, and then you have a veteran back there, Nigel Warrior, Balen Buchanan. Um, and Trayvon Flowers got a lot of playing time last year before his injuries. So, you know, I feel like those three guys that were true freshmen last year will yeah. be that much better. And Alante Taylor, um, I've really seen Flowers or Bryce Thompson, but I saw a picture of Alante Taylor, and he looks like chiseled. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. The program is obviously doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he looks like an NFL player right now. Yeah, yep they're they're they look fine right now. So, um, it, it is looking it is looking better on that side of things for sure. Like I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. It's looking better on that side of things. Um, I I want to talk about the Antonio Brown thing because I feel like the Raiders did really good for where they're at. Now, if I could go back in time like, to last summer, I'd be like, hey, spend that money on Khalil Mack. He's younger, more upside, and your defense is terrible. Spend that money on Khalil Mack, but you weren't able to get the deal done. And I'm not going to blame it all on Gruden. Obviously, I think he played a part into it, him and his staff, yeah. and probably Al Davis or whatever is it, Al Davis Jr., whatever his name is, Yeah, um, probably played a part in it as well. Like, I'm not blaming it all on Khalil Mack. Um, but I feel like you made the most of a crappy situation. I didn't understand why you traded Amari Cooper away, especially the way he played at the end of the year. Yeah. But you got a first-rounder out of it, and then you got a better wide receiver for just a third- and fourth-rounder. So, my thought is we won't see how good that actually was until this draft class has a kind of couple of years to. Start. Yeah, I mean you won't know how good the deal is to like the third year, but just initially, I'm like you did better than like yeah. to get rid of Amari Cooper. So I guess you really just gave up this year, honestly, to get rid of him and get a first round pick and then get Antonio Brown, which fell into your lap. It was lucky, but you made the most out of a bad situation. So I'm. Impressed. I don't think Gruden. And it also. I don't think he'll do well as of right now. Like I just don't see it happening. No. And I don't. A lot of people don't want Antonio Brown because he's a locker room issue, which I don't really think he was up until like this year. Well, and I don't. Was it a locker room issue or was he butting heads with one player? Because you only heard about him butting heads with one player. Yeah. So like. Like you said, you've never heard any any of it till this year, which is convenient. The year him and the team don't see eye to eye, he's all of a sudden a locker room issue, and they don't make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I just I'm with you. I'm not buying that. Was he maybe a locker room issue at one point because of who he butted heads with? That's possible, but I'm not going to sit here and blanket cover he's a locker room issue yeah, like some of the other guys in the league. And some of the I've talked to like other fans about it. And they're like, oh yeah, I, I didn't. Like a Bills fan at work was like, oh, yeah, I didn't want Antonio Brown. I'm like, you're full of crap. And you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't want – you would rather have Kelvin Benjamin yeah. than Antonio Brown. I was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Get out of my face. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I don't see him being – I don't understand the Walker room issue thing. You'll have to prove it to me at another organization, and now you have the chance, I guess. Yeah. So, um, also, I think we know Big Ben's not the nicest guy in the world, so that that we're good. I do love how people are just like, yeah, didn't Big Ben rape women? But, yeah, like Antonio Brown's a, a bigger problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, good Lord. Exactly. No, I agree, though. Like, why are you throwing Antonio Brown under the bus like he's the – or yeah. you know, the worst one on this side. Like, I'm not saying Ben Roethlisberger is necessarily. The, it seems like those are the guys button heads though, and that yeah. was why it didn't work out. Also, I don't like what's his name, um, the head coach. Oh my gosh, Tomlin. Yeah, I don't think he's good. I don't know why he's still there. Yeah. How much talent have you had? Like your defense hadn't been great, but they've been good enough to get you in the playoffs and win you games, and you still haven't done well with Ben Roethlisberger, who will probably be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Antonio Brown. Now you have Juju Smith-Schuster, and then you had uh, Levy on at one point. And then you had James Conner. Yeah. He came in. Yeah, that's true. So, like, why are you not winning games? Why are you not winning more games, I should say? That makes sense to me. But, whatever. Um, My most important – I guess the Raiders is one of mine. But, also, uh, did you see the Winthrop baseball and pin baseball uh, rain delay stuff? I did not. It was great. Fantastic. So, they had a competition, I guess, for – I'm going to have to pull it up so you can watch the video now. Um for, I guess, who could have the best rain delay stuff. So it starts. I can't tell. Oh, so uh, Penn does a little a little quick berth in the rain delay. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and then it's Winthrop's turn. I can't remember what they do this time. It might be where they shave the head. They're shaving his beard. Okay, a little beard shave. Do they actually shave it? I don't know if they shave the beard, but they do shave the head. Okay, they're yeah, shaving. here they go. They'll shave his head on the Savon no. during a rain delay. Oh, I think they shave a pin player. Yeah. They shave a pin player. I don't know if he lost a bet or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, That's and awesome. I feel like there's one more thing. I can't remember what happens, though. I'll let you know. Baseball players. Oh, like the they crazy. pull his tooth out. Yes. I don't know if it's real. Like Maybe it's a fake tooth, but they make it look real. <laughs> there's no, like, I feel like, would that bleed, truly? Oh, my. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking it's like the Ron Swanson. You remember that scene where he rips his tooth out and he's like, I got it removed at the dentist yesterday. I, th- I had him do something or whatever. I kept it from him because I'd I love to see Tom faint or something like that. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was a great. I was very impressed. Great rain delay. Yeah. No, so that's no, what no. you're going to miss with turf is all these great rain delays. players are crazy. Yeah, they are. Like, they will do, like, weird stuff. Like, I don't care how much money you, you ask me. I'm not going to pull out my tooth. No, not going to happen. Not even for... That man just did it just because it's a rain delay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my most important is uh, Steve Forbes, the head coach um, at ETSU, won his 100th game. Dude, that's wild. I saw I th- that. I think he's 137, and they're in the semifinals of the yeah. Palmer Championship. And I th- who did they play? Wofford? Is that right? Uh, I can't remember. I think it's Wofford. I don't know. Oh. But yeah, 100 game. Pretty That's big. Cool. It's awesome. 137, too. That's, especially at ETSU, dang impressive. Yeah, and I feel like he is on his way to, to landing it. I was surprised time. that he wasn't, hadn't gotten that look yet. Um, I mean, Will Wade's rise to the top was pretty fast, and he had a good Chattanooga, several good Chattanooga teams down there. Yeah. So, um, that was all for my most important. Do you have any more before I move on to fail? Um... No, I don't. All right, my fail of the week is my boy LeBron. Your boy LeBron. 
Did you see him try to uh, put the basketball, bounce it over the media team, and put it in the rack? Yeah. And destroyed a probably like three hundred dollar light, which yeah. I mean is nothing to him. Like right. he probably had that on the court with him for some reason. I did but, see that. That's funny. Yeah, really bad miss too. <laughs> yeah. So I do have another most important, and it's West Virginia. In their locker room, they have a schedule for. Next you didn't year. like that, huh? You didn't like that. It's my. It's my. I oh. said I have another. Oh, most another most important. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Okay. So uh, they have. Their whole schedule, and then they have Texas, and it's upside down, um, upside down hook'em. I thought that was very clever. Yeah, that's good. Horns down, I like it. Witty, I like yeah, witty. It's fun, especially since like didn't they ban it? You couldn't do horns down anymore. Yeah, yeah, very witty. I like it. Fail. Bow body. Do you have any more fails? Um, I don't think so. I have a stupidity that I got saved for okay. Wednesday's episode. I know. That. I have Sports Center. Okay. Um. They tweeted, um, it, it was a video of Zion Williamson, of course, and it said, with the regular season winding down, don't forget everything Zion did this year. I feel like they just want him to be player of the year. Yeah, it's very annoying. So they can just play more highlights of him. Matt did have a clever tweet back to him that was back to that Sports Center tweet that said, how could we forget when you literally tweet about it every day? <laughs> that was pretty clever. I liked it. Um, another fail of the week is Andre Drummond. Um, he tried to do a step back jumper, hit the top of the backboard. It was not pretty at Dude, all. How are there some ugly ass shots in the NBA? They're, they're like, how does it happen? Game. Yeah, There's it blows my mind. Way more than it should. It blows my mind. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got, guys. Thank you for listening. It has been a fun episode, even after a loss. I'm pretty impressed. Um, also, just remember, might as well win them all from now on. Yeah, might as well win them all. You got to, got to. We, we won't. We'll have. Some, we'll have a preview. We we still won't. We won't know who we play next time we talk to you, in the SEC tournament. Yeah, we'll have a little ball of baseball for you. We um, play nine. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, are we gonna go to Tommy's and do that thing again? I mean, it'll be a late one, but it'll be fun. I don't know. I'm supposed to leave in. Like oh that night. yeah, shoot. Yeah, y'all be gone. I forgot about that. I don't know what time we're actually leaving. I think we're leaving. Surely y'all leave like six or seven. Like yeah. That. I don't know. Gotcha. We'll see. But to watch it by myself to, to the SEC tournament. Yeah, I have a deal for you. You can check out our friends at TickSplits, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticket ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TickSplits the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TickSplits.com and enter promo code Armchair and check out. Um, to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code armchair. Tick splits. Guaranteed seats. Guaranteed emotions. Guys, go check them out. Um, I use them for when I go to Miami. I'm going to a Miami Heat game. So I've already used them, got my 5%, and I'm ready to go. I don't have to... And, and the price you see on there is the price you're going to actually pay. They're not going to charge you more... It's not going to be like, oh, it's $15 for a ticket. Oh, but you got to play. With this $30. Yeah, $8 um, download fee or something crazy like that. So, yeah, guys, go check them out. And I guess that's it. Yeah, (laughs) that's all we got. That's it. And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.